We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is WEEI Late Night with KJ Carson on WEEI. You guys haven't looked that stagnant offensively in a while. Why don't you think you were able to shake it mid-game? You know, with some of the – it felt like some guys were trying to solve it one-on-one. You know, like what, what kind of kept you guys stuck? I think um, getting sped up, uh, understanding that the, the full-court pressure, what it was there to do was to speed us up and take us out of some of our sets. Uh, you know, you want to mix it up and, and, you know, at times attack out of that. When they're pressuring, you can just blow by and get the numbers behind it or – set up screen in the backcourt and get advantage there. But at the times when those guys get through it, we're still playing two on uh, on one sometimes, or we kick it ahead and attack without any uh, numbers on our side. So just understanding that we still have to be able to play with pressure and get us into our thing, our sets that we want. But um, that was the main thing. I think um, at times it felt like all guys try to do it a little bit on their own, uh, attacking their shot blockers when we know this is a heavy rotation team and we have outlets all over the court. So uh, we took a look at those and saw all the opportunities we missed. And I think we'll be better for that coming, coming tomorrow. Second hour of WEEI Late Night with KJ. Thank you so much for hanging out. 617-779-7937. Talking Celtics here. That was Coach Adoka saying, look, yesterday some of the ball players were kind of trying to go for theirs. But here's where I would disagree with Coach Adoka there is if you're going to go to this at the Bucks, you have to get into their chest first. I just think they went to the three-point shooting too early, right? Because the whole idea is go to the chest, either get the fouls, which they started to collect a little bit. Portis had run into a little, I mean, uh, Brooke Lopez run into a little bit of trouble. So, you know, you started accumulating fouls and getting guys out of there, but, you know, the next guy in, it's just, oh, Lopez out, Portis in. Giannis sliding over. So in that regard, yes, but they went to the three-point shot too soon. Now, as ugly as it looked, and as much as it felt like you were watching the November Celtics, it felt like it. it, it the, the word Celtics morphed off of their short shirt, and it, and it started to say November. It looked like that. But that's only because they started going to the outside shots too early. As bad as it looked, you, you probably don't realize that both the Bucks and the Celtics shot virtually the same percentage from three-point land. Just, of course, the Celtics had to take more because they were always in some kind of hole. The scary part, the scariest part of yesterday's game is how bad of a game Giannis had and still how good of a game Giannis had. Nine for 25, but the dude still ends up with a triple-double. Why? He's kicking the ball out and passing it. 
My concern for the Celtics, and I, I believe the Celtics can win the series in six. I, I, I'll stay steadfast to that even despite an opening loss because I, this is a team that can go on the road and win. But they're not going to do it chucking up threes the way they were. Tatum four for nine, Horford four for nine. Those are not bad three-point numbers. Smart one for six. So it looked just worse. Pritchard two for eight is probably what really stands out. And I said he would be key, and I think that I think that's what Milwaukee is saying. Look, make Pritchard beat us, may White beat us, make Marcus Smart beat us from the outside. Let Tatum and Brown start doing their thing from outside, and there's no way they can stop us. I think Robert Williams did a hell of a job. A hell of a job switches to Giannis. Giannis doesn't want any of that. It stays right there with him. And again. He's 9 for 25. Didn't take any outside shots, really. So you, you're you're literally holding a guy to under 50% at the field who who can easily blaze through the paint in, in at, a, at a 65% clip. But, as I was saying about the Bruins and what happened tonight, I don't think the Bucs are necessarily their bully. But they're the, they're the big kid on the block. As Ric Flair famously said, in order to be the man, you have to beat the man. The Milwaukee Bucks are the man. Now, people fall in love with the glitz of the Nets and the hypeness of what they have in Philadelphia and the Warriors on a rebound and returning. And uh, The Bucks are the NBA champions. And what's good for the Celtics is this. They are now able to prove themselves against a real, real team. The Nets were in shambles. I mean, that was, I mean, Victor Newman could have started center for that team and the drama would have been just as real. For those who don't know, Victor Newman is on The Young and the Restless. Love that show. Had Watched it every day for college, during lunch at college. Just drama there in New York. But the Bucks. I don't care about anybody being flashy. You probably couldn't name more than three players on their team to the average fan. They don't care. And it's also kind of a mirror for the Celtics. Bodenhoser, Spurs guy. M.A., Spurs guy. And I've said where the league at one time was trying to build teams to beat Golden State, the new team is trying to fashion themselves after the San Antonio Spurs. No big superstars, no depending on one guy. No, just this big collective. That's the Bucks. They're tough. But I think the Celtics can 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 roll with them for game 2 tomorrow. And what's going to take is get physical. Physical, 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 physical. More physical than they did with the Nets. Why? Because you got people bigger than you who can get straight to the cup with no problem. Brooke Lopez looks like he's playing for the Nets when they were going when they were going to uh, when they were making their playoff runs. It's like wow. Like Brooke Lopez, Nick LePan, thank you so much for being here on late night. Nick Lopez, I mean uh, 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 Brooke Lopez, feels like he's been in the league for twenty five years. 
I feel like he has also been in the league for 25 years, and he was the difference in that game yesterday. Yes. And while Robert Williams being back is huge, this is the, what the Bucks know is who is going to consistently challenge Giannis, Portis, Brooke Lopez at the front of the rim. We saw little glimpses of it from Bruce Brown when Bruce Brown was the only one doing anything. And he's a much smaller guy. Well, it wasn't even his scoring. The Celtics couldn't drive the paint because Brooke Lopez was just standing there. Well, but that's the other part of it is it's what you have to do if you're going to have a shot because if you're going to stand out there and shoot threes, this is not a three-point shooting team. They may think they are and they may be pretty good at it, in the bigger pantheon of things, but no, if if I'm the Bucks, I, I would even say, what's to stop us from playing a lot of zone? Why wouldn't we? And just force the outside shots and see a lot of the November Celtics, where this is what we saw a lot of. So here's Coach Adoka talking about, look, when it came to defense, the Celtics were okay. Brad always used to say, it's never as bad as it looks and it's never as good as it feels. Yeah, I think that's the case. Um, you know, we were really good defensively in the half court. Um, you know, held them Giannis to you know, nine for twenty-five and forty-one percent overall. Them, them shooting. I think our poor offense or turnovers was obviously a bigger case that kind of aided them. And you know, they've had twenty-eight fast break points, twenty-seven points off our eighteen turnovers. And so, when we looked at the numbers, we were as good as we've been all year in the half court. It made them work, but. Uh, didn't do our part on the other end to help help that uh, offensively. The physicality is like like I mentioned last night. Uh, had a lot of opportunities to attack the basket and get some easy baskets inside some pain points and uh, settle for too many contested threes. Uh, liked a lot of the looks we got, wide open ones, but uh, you know opportunities to penetrate and kick and draw some guys. And so shouldn't have to take any contested threes in the series because of how they guard. You get your wide open looks, and it's more so attacking the paint. And, Missed uh, several drop-offs at the basket. I think about it. The Celtics could reduplicate what they did to Giannis in game two. That's that's a very real possibility. But the backcourt's going to have to step up. You're going to have to slow down Drew Holiday. You would say, okay, maybe Bobby Portis just got hot for this game, shooting 50% from the field, hit a couple of threes at key moments, had 11 rebounds. You know, like, this is a person that you're going to have to say, like, if this guy was a superstar, he'd be doing it again tomorrow night. You get you shut that down. More from the bench. Let's just call it what it is because the bench already runs short. Grant Williams, eight points in twenty nine minutes, four rebounds, and he's gonna be, he's gonna be, highly undersized. So him hitting those outside shots are going to be key. Even though he's two for four. He might have to take some of the, the slack that Pritchard, who was two for eight in 11 minutes. Eight shots in 11 minutes. Woo! <laughs> I know you were feeling it, but it, the, the net wasn't. So the Celtics have to decide, are they going to step up and kind of be a bit of a villain? Right? Because think about it. You don't hear people say, oh, I can't stand the Bucks," or... And nobody, it seems like nobody hates the Bucks. This would be a good time for people to kind of hate the Celtics a little bit. If this means you get yourself to an Eastern Conference final against a team that, okay, now you <laughs> they don't have Giannis. And in a parody I wrote a long time ago, I said, look, if Tatum can prove that he can knock Giannis, 
out of the playoff runs, your first team All-NBA. Now, it's not about his own individual accolade. But that's what starts to put team in a conversation that puts him over the hump a little bit right now. Like, the conversation is much better, obviously, than last year. But the conversation has to reach the levels of where they were in the bubble, uh, making that run uh, to try and dethrone LeBron when he was in the Eastern Conference. That's where the conversation has to get back to because your two stars have only matured more. 617-779-7937. Text line 37937. KJ Late Night. Um, Celtics, uh, will it go seven now? Do they have a shot to win this series? Are they going to stop Giannis again? Love to hear from you. We'll talk more Celtics next. Plus, the Red Sox parody song that sums it all. I, I wrote it last week, and the Sox literally walked right into it. That's coming in 30, but right now it's time to trend with Nick. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. WEEI. This is WEEI Late Night. Streaming everywhere on the Odyssey app. Jalen struggled at points yesterday. Is how much of that is he still restricted by the hamstring? Nothing at all uh, that he said. Uh, it was more so, like I said, a, a product of how they were guarding us. And you know, he had some good looks from three, some wide open looks he got there, and then attacking the basket. Obviously, you didn't see many limitations as far as that. So um, he felt good coming out of the game. I didn't have any restriction based on all the testing and everything we did last week with him. And so. I think him and Jason struggling was more a product of what they did than, you know, any fatigue or a rust or uh, on his part, the hamstring. Late night, WEEI, part of the WEEI network across New England. Thank you so much for hanging out. It's Coach Adoka talking about, like, the hammy. You saw Jalen Brown reach for it literally at the end of last night's game, uh, yesterday's game. I'll tell you what, if bodies aren't available... Marcus Smart is out or is too dinged up to play or is limited. And if there's more to Jalen Brown uh, with the hamstring, you're talking about an 0-2 deficit going into Milwaukee. 
And I don't know if this team is necessarily built to go into a place and just snatch. <laughs> listen, listen to what I'm telling you right here. Potentially having to go into Milwaukee and take two straight from the defending champions on their home court. Now, Chicago did it. And I, again, I, I think Milwaukee could easily give up a game at home. But the premise behind that is game two has to be a must win. Must win. I don't think you want to take this Milwaukee team seven games if we're already talking hamstrings and uh, bruised quads. Two of your key players. And Jalen really struggled. Like everything was just short of the rim. Almost barely making the rim. It, It was beyond rust. It was just like, wow, like. What team is you, you didn't think they would go like undefeated. It wasn't gonna be like, you know, fo fo fo, you know, with, with Moses Malone. That's an old school reference. Google it. But you didn't think that this team giving up 101 points would lose the game. Now, here, here's here's what's fascinating. I have this theory that if the Celtics average giving up maybe 24 points per quarter on average, plus or minus a couple. You're talking about a team that'll hold you to 96 points. And let's just say, round it up five points. So between 96 and 101 points, they'd win the game. Milwaukee scored 101 points. This year, the Celtics were 28-5 and when they held their opponents to 101 or less. 35-5, and it was 105 or less. That's some good betting information right there, Nick. But no. It's. It was beyond getting away in the first quarter. I mean, the second half, Milwaukee scored 22 and 23 points in the third and fourth quarter. It's just that, that the Celtics only scored 24 and 22 points in the first and second quarter. It got worse in the fourth. I don't know what the answer is going to be other than you have to a bully that's big and in your face. You just have to run into it. See if it a flinch, get out the way, foul you, get and one. But it's not the style of the current NBA, and it has to be if you want to win championships. You know, Giannis, you know, like oh, Giannis's game is complete because he might hit a three pointer in a game. Like, like, oh, he, he can like suddenly he's now someone you have to respect shooting the three. Not really, but all he has to do is show it to you once. Where if you wanted the perimeter players like Brown and Tatum, you've got to show them that they can't stop you when you go to the hole. They want you to shoot from outside because there's a higher probability you will miss that shot and nobody's going to foul you than if you get to the hole. That's what Coach Adoka was saying in one of the press conference post games, uh, uh, conference, uh, one of his uh, messages during the post game. Guys were looking to take the outside shot instead of uh, taking a chance at the hole. Like the movie Life, oh, don't be scared. Don't be scared. Get in there. See, with the Nets, I mean, they had paper-thin Swiss cheese defense. You can go to the hole all you want. They just want to do the same thing on the way back down. Like, nobody's going to stop anybody. The Bucks are the blueprint of what the Celtics want to be. And they can be. But there's no better time than now. So I think it's six. I think it goes six games. The Celtics have to win game two. I think they still gain three on the road. 
And now you're talking about a 2-1 series going into the fourth game. It now puts the pressure on the Bucks. This is why game two is so important. You want to have a nervous Bucks team who hadn't won a game since the opening game of the series by the time you get to game four. This is the team you would want Giannis to force things, potentially rush it to the basket. Some charges. Taking threes when he doesn't necessarily want to. You have to take him out of his game by winning a game. Does that make sense, Nick? You have to take him out of a game by winning a game. See, because you can look at these numbers and say, wow, Giannis had a bad day. No. No. You got to get these these guys tight and pressured. They've been under it. They've been under it. And the Celtics have to decide, you know, is this the challenge that they believe they are up for. I think, you know, the Nets beating the Nets, I think was a personal big accomplishment. It kind of erased how last year ended all the noise, same players, same names, same faces. But at some point you have to say, look, do you want to be good or do you want to be great? They just have to turn around and really do a repeat performance and just hit 10 or 15, you know, get 10 or 15 more points. Not probably four four or five baskets at the hole. Two or three of those could potentially be and ones. See how how often did he get to the free throw line yesterday? 15 for 20 from the from the free throw. Same amount as as the Bucs. They've got to they've got to be getting there. And then only see it. Well, I mean, if you hit 15 to 20, you're 75%. Yeah, you're not going to be super mad at five missed throw free throws, but you have to you have to make those officials blow the whistle getting to the hole. Twenty, it's got to be twenty five a game. That's five more points. Right there, that that you probably could have easily had just on fouls. So Celtics need to come out aggressive tomorrow. If there's a hard foul, it isn't anything personal. It's just basketball, and it's playoff basketball. Let Giannis get his, but really stay on. Uh, this is Marcus Smart's got to do everything to make Drew Holiday's day a nightmare. Everything. You shut Drew Holiday down, then they really don't have any off, outside offensive weapon. It may be Grayson Allen when he jumps in there, but it, you're really just saying, hey, look, the guy's getting hot right now. That streak can come to an end. But if you've got a point guard that's going in there and is dropping 25, and getting nine rebounds. When you come in, you feel good because you're like, hey, it'd be easy for me to get my shot off. So Celtics win game two, I predict. They win game three in Milwaukee. Game four will then have a chance for them to really decide, are they championship material or are they almost there? So we still have a few games before that sweep. I don't see that happening. They were going to lose. They were going to lose a game this series. That was for sure. In that series, I didn't. Even, I didn't think they'd win them all like that. I didn't think they would sweep them. But they have to take. They have to go after the heart of a champion, after beating the heart of chumps. I'm kidding. 
All right. Tonight, the Bruins, they got punched in the mouth. That wasn't fun. Not fun at all. Now, I'll give... We talk, we're discussing this in trending. About 15 minutes ago, Nick was. You know, do you go with Linus tomorrow? Do you go uh, next game two? Do you go? Do you move back to Jeremy Swayman for game two? You know, some people probably screaming like, uh, don't you know Jeremy has issues with the big games? Like, why put that additional pressure on him? I think the performance that Linus gave you in the first 20, like 40, 46 minutes, or 36 minutes, is what you want. You're like, look, psh. I mean, it was some superb goaltending going on the first two periods of that game tonight. You have to admit that, Nick. There was some there was some sweet goaltending going on. I saw Olmark save, make a couple good saves. I saw Ranta make a couple sprawling saves, but I was with Mutt, so I had one eye on it and one eye yeah. on the show. Yeah, yeah. It but was, from what I saw, yes, that's correct. I think I think you stay with Linus, and here's why: you don't want another seven-one-six-one. If you if if you win this next one, you want to win it two one, right? Because the way the Bruins played them in the first period was master was was mastery. They knew the team was nervous. They knew the crowd was so amped. They were expecting to see what they would eventually see, but they were expecting to see it happen quick, often, and early. That it was supposed to be this big party and celebration, really at, a, at an arena that's in the middle of nowhere. You know, sometimes, I don't know, Nick, when you see, like, I'm a big, like, skyline cities person. Like, if you don't have an impressive skyline that tells me, like, nobody really cares. <laughs> like, you got to have cranes and skyline for me. Unless you're D.C. where they have rules against, you know, high rises. They don't have a skyline because of uh, because of security reasons, right? That's why everything in D.C. is kind of flat. Fight, you know, you they do the you know da, 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 the panorama shot of your downtown. I see one crane in one tall building. I'm like, am I in Omaha? Is is that an Omaha? Like that's that's like an Omaha skyline. But man, the way the Canes are playing, you would think they had the Boston skyline. And the way the and the way the this the, the Bruins folded tonight, they look like they had the Omaha Raleigh looking skyline. You know, it's when the, when the playoffs hit, especially in hockey, there's going to be something that a team is great at, two, one or two things that they're great at, and you kind of have to upset that apple cart. So, yeah, if Carolina is one of the best, best defensive teams in the league, I don't expect the, the Bruins to win 5-3 shoot. You know, no, I don't, see, I don't see that. But if you know that the team... They haven't been scoring in power plays recently. Talk about the the Canes. And even if you haven't as well, this is where things kind of say, here's your opportunity. And that's where the Bruins missed their opportunity in the first period. Power play what? Three, four minutes into the game? Like this is where you jump on them immediately. So if there is a little bit of mastery of a grade of masterful of that first period I take away from, is on the power play. You get them in a power play position early on, despite them having the best defense in the league, 
hey, you've got you've got an extra man on the ice. <laughs> you've got a chance. And this is where you have to take those chances and convert them. It just seemed like I think the Canes know to hit the Bruins in the mouth and they were they were doing that tonight. They weren't able to do it early, but as as the game started going on, I was like, ah. I think even on the broadcast, they'd mentioned something about the Islanders. I was just like, see, why did they bring up the Islanders of last year? Well, you mentioned, the power, you mentioned the power play. After Taylor Hall scored his goal, the Bruins went on the power play, and I don't even know if they got a shot off. <laughs> but by this which time, they killed the game. No, you know, their heart was taken at the very end of the second period. When those two goals happened, you could just feel the air just coming out of like whatever they had accomplished or what was or what the game plan was, it was slowly slipping away. That even when Taylor Hall gets the goal back, it still felt like, okay, there's a chance to tie it, but we're leaking and we might get exposed and they'll score on us, and that's what happened. That's what happened. It's like the it's like the one who's been bullied trying to take that last swing before they go to the ground. And you know it's not really going to land. You might get one shot. Taylor Hall's goal was getting one shot in. As you mentioned, they were not getting shots off or getting him to the they were not getting him to the crease. They they were not putting any pressure on the crease at all. There's one uh there's one play where a pasta comes around the net. And you're thinking like on any other day that's a goal. On any other day, it would feel like it was a goal. I just think the, this Canes team is in their head so much that their talent, who's getting up there in age on that front line, um, you know, like, hey, it would be great to see this world-beating, amazing upset that would have the hockey world talking, or does it feel like this is going to just limp to four games? And be over. And then you, you know where the conversation moves to. Oh, is he staying? What will he do next? Well, I think the one thing we... Well, unless the Celtics can turn it around. Then you could have potentially like a duck boat parade and yet another coach fired in the middle of the duck boat parade. <laughs> okay, it's not funny. It's true, but it's not funny. <laughs> Cover of night. But yeah, I... You want to give this team a shot, but this was the matchup that you're like, okay, they would want to fight for something. They would, there would, there would have to be some pride on the line. I mean, they, I mean, the, the Hurricanes, they housed them like a junior hockey league team that doesn't travel. <laughs> what do you mean, you guys don't go anywhere? Yeah, there's no budget. That, that's how they, that's how they made them look this season. And you would figure like, okay. We have some type of pride, fight. Someone's going to drop gloves early. Something, some type of statement. I give them credit for not being overly finessed, which they can sometimes be out there like, ooh, look at our European skaters who can do kind of, bam, into a board. Canes are trying to do that. I, I I give the Bruins credit for kind of standing up to that. But it was just a little too late. Like the air literally came out like if just two, just if they just hung on for two more minutes, it could be a totally different story we're talking about tonight in that second period. 
But two minutes, they scored two goals in two minutes, 10 seconds, something like that. When that happens, there, there's some type of defeated, there's a defeated thing going on inside with the Bruins. All right, in about seven minutes, I'm going to play a parody about the Red Sox. I'll talk Red Sox here for a second and then pick it up right before I get out of here on late night on WEI. So this 27-game-at-a-time theory that I had last year, which is all predicated on, like, you don't make any judgments about the team with more than before they play 27 games in a season. Yeah. The idea was, like, look, if the Red Sox at the time last year, hey, if they could go 15-12 and 12 in their first 27, they will still be in the mix. For 90 games. That's that. And I wasn't wrong. They started off 17 and 10. They did the right thing when everybody was talking about just how bad the pitching was. The bats exploded and the bats made up for a lot of sins. For the team. Team is 9 and 14 now after 23 games. So at best, they could be. 13 and 14. Now, here's some good news when I tell you this. You know who started off 13 and 14 last year in their first 27 games? The Yankees and the Rays. Now, I'm not going to try and sell you a beach house in Omaha right now and tell you that, hey, yeah, they could turn it around and be the, the Rays of last year, just go on a crazy May streak and just run away with the division. No. The Yankees may be doing that now with Toronto playing footsies with them. The Yankees are already at 17 wins after 23 games. The, the Yankees could be 21 and 6 <clears throat> after 27 games, which would be absolutely ridiculous. To put that in perspective, if they went 21 and 6 for their next clip, they could go 9 and 18 and still be on course to win 90 games. That's how you like the theory how it works, right Nick? You like how you like how it works? I guess it was what one game off last year, so there might be one, some scientific merit There to might it. be some Brad Foe hated it. I loved every minute of it. You have to build a cushion for yourself early in the season. It, because nobody knows how good or how bad they are at the beginning. I think and they're the already Reds, eight and a half games back, though. So that's already, not good. like, like, just the math in that column. The Yankees have won ten straight as of tonight. So right, I mean, literally, <clears throat> excuse me. The Red Sox right now, and this is scary, are on pace. Get ready for it to win fifty-four games. <laughs> this is not funny. At this clip right now, presumably, they would be 10 and 17 after the first 27. Take that win total, times it by six. There's your season total 60 games. That's not bad. This is the first overall pick. (laughs) 
Yeah, it's not like it's not like the first overall pick in baseball can just immediately come in and jump center. Oh no, we'll or, see him about or, six or, or seven years. Yeah, that's that's why you'll love the parody coming in a couple minutes here on WEEI. We'll wrap it up next year, late night. WEEI, it's KJ. Thank you so much for hanging out. Do. Our hiring platform instantly connects you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. WEEI Late Night. A Boston Sports Original. WEEI. Late Night. WEEI. It's KJ. Thank you so much for spending about the last hour and 45 minutes here. I feel a bit rusty. Had a little bit of technical difficulties. Couldn't get in for KJ and Dondero yesterday. I was like kicking and screaming. It was one of those days where you just wanted to get everything out of your chest. And you're like, okay, I'll go home and babysit. I guess it get fixed. So I was just talking about the Red Sox. And how bad... This is one of the worst things that could ever happen when you start to kind of tease and joke a sports team is when you make a parody about them and then they literally walk into that parody, which means they've only gotten worse. So I, I've taken a Bobby Brown classic, and Bob's a great guy. Shout out to the Brown family and, and, and extended all around Boston. I took a Bobby Brown classic to, to pretty much describe what a Boston Red Sox fan must feel like watching this game and thinking Hein Bloom getting off on the cheap. Him and Belichick, they might... It almost feels like if if Bloom and Bill Belichick sat at a bar and the tab came, they would probably both negotiate of how they could pay lower on the tab. Like, that, that's just the cheapness that goes on with these two teams. I mean, you at don't, least the Patriots are spending to the cap, though. Well, yeah, again, the, the, the verdict is still out on the Patriots. That's still kind of a couple years thing. We're a couple of years into the Heim thing, right? And... It's this and may it took be the four years to spend money. Well, well, look what's happening now. And so in the in in the spirit of Bobby Brown's getaway, here is call up from AAA. Hit it. Seven, eight, nine. Can we please get a rally or elsewhere have to call up from AAA. I make that call to the Bible way today. People always asking, can we see Cassus play? That boy's the future, and he hits from the left side of the play. Oh, why do the Sox keep on holding to this bottom three? The Orioles only one game behind. Christian Vasquez gets a pass. He's He's a catcher. But what about Bobby and JBJ? Call up from AAA. Call up from AAA. Call up from AAA. Call up from AAA. Runners on second and third. No out. And they intentionally walk for Dugo to pitch the stall back. A good monitor course looking at that. That's a traffic monitor of the mass pike. 
Has he actually called a guy up from the woo and it's buying time to get in the game and hit now? I've always said the reason why there's no last names on the jerseys is because <laughs> what's this nearby is Betsy Ross's. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, I mean, the bats are bad. But seven, eight, nine are worse. And maybe, just maybe, you give some of the young guys on the farm a chance. I mean, at this point, it can't be any worse. And I hope they gave him an easy pass for that trip up here because, hey, my plate is a Sorry. Yeah, pay-by-plate is the worst thing that can happen to you if you don't get your mail right. Isn't it super expensive, too? Bro, I had a $1.50, a $1.50 ticket turn into $102. And you call to Auburn Mass, right? <laughs> this is, this CD, it feels like you're calling this like weird office in Auburn. After I did the payment with the, the, the female on the phone, I said, so are we going on a date now? <laughs> Just gave you a hundred bucks for a dollar fifty ticket. Dollar fifty. Get that easy pass. Oh, I got. I think I have four of them in one car, right? But yeah, it's that bad. You know, Nick, don't you love it when Four Balls Walker does his play-by-play, his play-by-play calls? I love Four Balls Walker. That guy is great. I don't even know who that is. That's the guy who's just calling the game. Like, can you? I mean, literally. At some point, you'd almost say, like, why don't we just drive a guy up the same day? Like, Frangie oh, at first. I've been the table for that. Huh? I've been banging the table for that. You're, you're not getting anything, anything from six, seven, eight, or nine. Yeah, it's it's bled over to six. Even, look, Vasquez got a pass last week. This week, dude, they may have to pass on Vasquez. What are you doing going? There's two outs. And you end up on third, you know, because you, you think the ball's going to be caught. When you see stuff like that, you're like, you can't be at this level and not be aware, unless you're doing the old. How do we get Rick Pitino out of here? I'm not saying that's what they're trying to do to Cora. I think they love Cora, but I think I still will hold on to this, even if it's just two percent of you know skin fat milk. That at the trade deadline last year. It seemed like everybody had to scream so loud just for them to get Schwarber. And the players were kind of like, send like send the send the, the emergencies in now. Now, now, and then finally it was done after the, I think the, the screams got loud. And now when you see this team, according to this 27-game-at-a-time theory, may win 60 games where in a league where everybody wins 60, everybody loses 60. If you win only 60, that means those other 42, pretty much you've lost them all. 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 This is, yeah, we're not even talking about whether Xander or or Bogey's staying. I I, I think that's, I mean, uh, or, or Devers is staying. I think we already know that answer. Good God. All right. Red Sox in action again tomorrow at home against the Angels. Welcome, Mike Trout. Hi, Shohei. Please show mercy. Sox are a half game above the Orioles. A half game above the Orioles! Nick, thank you so much for tonight. I appreciate you being here. The hard work. A lot of things moving fast. 
Bruins need to try and get back game two. Same thing with the Celtics tomorrow, game two. Have a wonderful night. Thank you so much for hanging out with WEEI at KJ Carson on Twitter, at WEEI as well. See ya! T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.